Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the fifth episode of Raff and the Meatballs. Today we have Murphy Monreal, Joey Spano, Coach Raff, and our guest today is Laura Colley, Mrs. Colley. Mrs. Colley. Both of them. Both of them. So excited to have you on, and I think Raff wanted to really start us off. He was excited for this episode sure especially. Was. So. so just a little background on Laura. She's the first year English teacher here at MUHS. Um, hopefully she's enjoying her time. Uh, she had um, a brother, John, a brother, Paul, and a husband, John, mm-hmm. a b- brother-in-law, Chris, a brother-in-law, Tim, of the famous Collie family. The whole family tree there. Yeah, they you all went, went here. They went deep. Fairly athletic, with the exception of John, I would say. <laughs> Just kidding, John, if you're listening. So my question to you, Laura, would be this. With all those people that ran through this school, two brothers, yeah. three brother-in-law, or two brother-in-laws and one husband, did they give you any advice on how to handle this place? Uh, but not really advice on how to handle it. <laughs> I think they were more excited for me. Uh, both my brothers, I think, were a little bit jealous. They uh, they were very they were very happy when they heard about the news, and and my husband was too. Um, he uh, I don't know if you know this, but he applied for a job here. Uh, I don't know, maybe eight years ago, and uh, did uh, didn't hear back. <laughs> oh boy! Um, did your brothers also apply? Well, my brothers actually both taught in the ASC program here. So my oldest, John, taught history for a year, and Paul taught English for a year. Um, so no, they no one gave me advice on how to handle it. I think they were they were all really excited for me really happy for me and i mean they were just like you're gonna love it you're gonna love it there yeah probably probably pretty happy that one of the group finally broke through and made it into the school i guess (laughs) i I had the pleasure of coaching all five of those kids um that you are related to uh via marriage or um what's the other word i'm looking for blood bloodline thank you boys thank you (laughs) (laughs) so i had the pleasure of coaching all those guys um all all great fantastic human beings so I agree. John was 2000, right? That's when he graduated? John was 2000. So how was that football team? Did you coach those guys? Uh, they Do you remember? Uh, John was on the state championship team in 99. Oh, all right. There you go. And then Tim Tim won some baseball uh, state championships, and he also won a um, Division three national championship, I believe, in baseball. Yes. You're right. So you've wow. got, you got good people you're married into, I think. I agree. <laughs> All right, I also have a question for you. Yeah. <clears throat> so I know you transferred recently from Divine Savior, correct? Yep. So <clears throat> obviously that's an all-girls school. This is all-boys school. But besides for that, um, what are the main differences you've seen and uh, what are the similarities? Differences, I'll start there. Um, boys, I think, have more energy. Okay. They need to do more things Probably, throughout the yeah. day. They are not good at sitting and listening, and to their credit, you know that that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, but I've learned increments. Boys respond well to increments and like breaking up the class periods, doing specific things, and also moving around. Girls are a little bit better at maybe um, the job of school, 
-hmm. You know, they know how to sit and listen and play along. And I think it's a good thing to be here because I think the boys are challenging me to grow in my teaching methods a little bit more and to stretch myself and think a little bit more outside the box. So that's the main difference that I've seen. Similarities. Yeah. Yeah. Well, both schools, I think you guys know, a lot of the families are the same. Mm -hmm. The the girls go to DSHA, the boys go to Marquette. I just see the kindness, the love, the welcoming nature of students here that I felt really lucky to see at DSHA too. I was never, um, I I didn't leave DSHA because of the kids. The kids were awesome. And I think the kids here are awesome too. So I just see that um, spirit of, of generosity, of welcoming, of eagerness to learn. Um, I think these both of these schools um, pull from really, really strong, good families. Gotcha. Yeah. <clears throat> so that kind of leads into my question a little bit was, you know, how has your first year been and what are the biggest, what's the biggest, or what's the biggest challenges in general of what, um, of what's going on in your first year so far. And then also a follow-up to that is mm-hmm. what is your favorite, You've, you, your classes that you teach are um, American literature, expository writing, world literature. What mm-hmm. are your favorite, those, uh, those three, what are your favorite classes curriculum-wise? Okay, curriculum-wise, oh, it's hard. I like, I do like them all. I think curriculum-wise, I like American Lit the best. Those are the sophomores. Those, mm-hmm. they're, then they're a great group. I, I enjoy those guys a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but curriculum-wise, yeah, I love, I mean, I love The Great Gatsby. I love the yeah. American authors. I love the American poetry. So that's been great. Um, Expose is a great class. There's not so much curriculum as it is the skill, though. But I, I like to teach writing, and I like when kids can write about things that isn't necessarily about a book. Mm-hmm. You know, it's about themselves. It's about their experiences. I think they grow a lot in that class as thinkers. Like, how can I tell my own stories? I like that class for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say World Lit has been the biggest challenge just because I'm not as familiar with... I didn't teach World Lit at DS, and I, haven't, yeah. I didn't teach it in the past. But, again, I would say growth opportunity and... Uh, and the, the, the group in there is just awesome. I, that's mm-hmm. a great class. So those are both junior classes, right? The that's right. And the, yeah. Cause I took both of those last year, one with Mrs. Kaler and then one Miss uh, Miss Eichblad. Okay. Did you pass? I, barely. No, I, no, I passed. <laughs> <clears throat> those are both uh, good classes for me. Yeah. But world literature, there's a lot of books, I think, that are some of the more famous books that you've heard of before, but maybe you haven't read. Right. So were most of those books coming into class books you've read before? Or did you have to? I would say it's half and half. Yeah. So, um, like the one I'm wrapping up now, yes, I've done and taught. And then I've done Haroon and the Sea of Stories, and I've done Purple Hibiscus. Um, but I've never done Frankenstein. I mean, I yeah. read it when I was in high school, but I've never taught it before. And then I haven't done Importance of Being Earnest. Um, and I never had done The Metamorphosis, which we did for Summer Read. Gotcha. But. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Frankenstein we did last year during the Halloween season too. I thought that was a yeah, that was a good one. It was an interesting one. Yeah, I had American Lit with um, Prosser as mm-hmm. well. That was that was a good time. Your sophomore year. Yeah, my sophomore yeah. year. I had yeah. American Lit with Prosser. Great Gatsby was my favorite book. That, that's just oh, so a good. Book. good. That is yeah, good. It's so great. 
Yeah, and me being a graduate of Oak Creek High School, I'm pretty yeah. familiar with picture books, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. You can always sit in on any class that. of mine, Ralph. Yeah. I don't know if I have the attention span. We just <laughs> talked about that. Uh, yeah. so, so you also went to Marquette University, correct? Yes. And how did you like that experience? Was that Yeah, cool? I loved it there. Yeah. I loved it there. I was uh, lucky to be an Evans Scholar recipient. Yeah. So I went to school there for four years and lived in the Evans Scholar house, mm-hmm. lived with my sister for two out of the four years, um, took some really great classes, loved mm-hmm. that I was still close to home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So for that Evans Scholar, were you a, were you a caddy? Or did you go? Yeah. Up so yeah. an Evan Scholar is uh, you have to be a caddy. You have right. to have a really strong caddy record for at least three years. You need the grades. You need the character. You need the financial aid. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I can't pass this up. I do have a golf joke that there I would like to uh, bring out right now. Jeez. Why do golfers wear two pairs of pants? Why, well, Raph? In case they get a hole oh, in one. There it is. There, <laughs> one. there it is. Yeah. <laughs> two pairs of pants. There's there's that one out. So was there a specific? Uh, club you were at. Sorry, I, the joke was good. I didn't want to. It was good. I, I think I've heard that one before. I, might have, I think that's. I might have heard that one yeah. seven times. That's not true. That's, that's, that's a good one. Was there a specific um, club, country club, or? Oh um, yeah, I can't Blue, Blue Mountain Country Blue Club. Blue Mountain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's where my that's where my dad's a member of. So I'm yeah, I'm technically a member. I don't get gotcha. out enough, but yeah, I'm there once in a while. So yeah, it's a great course. It is for sure. Seth Rayner. Yep, there it is. Uh, so now I think we'll move on to our segments. So our first segment is Mount Rushmore. So our Mount Rushmore question is, what is your top four books of American literature? The Great Gatsby, yeah. Sun Also Rises, Catcher in the Rye, and A Good Man is Hard to Find. Okay. What, what, what's your top one of, the, of those four? Gatsby. Gatsby. Yeah. Gatsby. Good one. Is yours? That is mine. Did you um, read that one? Mo- yeah, I mean, most of it. Yeah, that was the movie we ended up oh, watching at the, the end of the after the book, and I thought yeah. that was it's good visual. It's, good. it's a little different, right? Very, yeah, a little different. A little different here and there, but for the most part, it's pretty good. Um, we can move on to our next segment here. So this is uh, one we call the Market Highlight. So it's like Market High, little play on words there. And I know you've only been here for like a year, but is there a specific moment? or a particular moment that kind of stood out from the other ones while being here? Yes. Um, So I think it was the very first um, optional liturgy in the chapel. So on a Thursday. Mm -hmm. It's like very moving to me. Um, So Father Pribble was saying the Mass, and right before the Our Father, he said, boys... I might cry a little. That's, good. That's okay. <laughs> he said, boys, um, take a look behind you. Uh, look at Jesus with his arms outstretched. And then he said, look behind you. And there's St. Ignatius with his arms around his two companions. Now put your arms around your brother and, and let's pray together. And I mean, that just, yeah. that yeah. really, really struck me. This place speaks brotherhood and it really lives it and i was just like oh my gosh this is awesome this is awesome that kids are getting this this is awesome that i can witness it Mm -hmm. i mean no wonder my brothers my husband his brothers they're like this place changed my life Mm -hmm. i can see why 
Yeah, for sure. That comes up everyone. Brotherhood's every, definitely brotherhood, yeah. mm-hmm. visible almost every day here, I'd say. Yeah. Throughout sports and just, I mean, just day to day, I think. It's, you see it all the time. Mm-hmm. And even after you graduate, yeah. you still um, like have that relationship with like your friends. friendships. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so. Good. Ready now, for, you guys ready for one re- final we're thought? We're ready for the one <laughs> final thought. <laughs> First of all, we have a little bit of a disclaimer. You may hear some noise, background noise uh, today. We, it's the first time we've uh, recorded in front of a live audience, so uh, we've got some people here listening, so there may be some background noise. Yeah, so, some cheers and stuff. Yeah, some cheers, right. Yeah. So just try to get through that. Um, so our one final thought, Laura, comes from uh, Mandy Madison. Mandy. From Ma- a Mandy Madison, Madison from Manitowoc, Wisconsin. Manitowoc, Wisconsin. I don't know if you know this. We have people emailing our show no. uh, every week. And every once in a while. We picked a question from Mandy today. Mandy. And her question is, what is your favorite holiday and why? Good question, Mandy. Uh, my favorite holiday is, well, I kind of have two. That's okay. I can't talk to Mandy, Mandy. about it. So, yeah, she you can give okay. two. She wasn't specific. I, I think, like, right now, my favorite holiday is Fourth of July, there's no pressure. It's outside. It's fun. It's pools. It's, you know, yeah. just hanging out and doing a big barbecue. Yeah. But the religious piece is really important to me, too. So I would have to say that Easter is my other favorite holiday. Again, more low pressure than Christmas. I, I love Christmas, but right. sometimes I think it gets, you know, kind of plowed over by gifts and yeah. Santa Claus and whatnot. So. So those I would have had you for Christmas. I would have thought the strong family ties that you've had and the family ties that the Collies have, I thought for sure that it would have been Christmas. So, yeah. again, I learned something today, and I'm very happy <laughs> that I have. What about you, Rob? He strikes me as a Halloween guy. Yeah, you do. I was just about to say there that. He's Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> Not my, Valentine's Day for us. No, I, I would say <laughs> mine is Christmas just Christmas? because, of the, yeah, it's a big Italian dinner. I mean, yeah. we well, just sit at the table and eat for hours. Yeah, that's that's what I love about that holiday. You know, it's grown on me as I get older. It's Thanksgiving it's, too. I was same thing. I'm not a big Halloween guy, but Thanksgiving is just right around the corner. I, I like it more and more every year. What Food. What do you guys like about the Thanksgiving? Well, you get a little break. It's nothing over the top. You get a couple of days off. Great food, obviously. Yes. Stuffing and you get to eat a lot. Turkey. Mm-hmm. Take a nap. Watch a little football. Yeah, doesn't get much better than that. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with that? Doesn't get much better. Of than course. That. So. That will wrap up our fifth episode of Raffin' the Meatballs. Uh, thank you, Mrs. Collie, for coming on. Thank you. You're welcome. Thanks thank, for having me. Thank you, Raff. And thank you, Mr. Whistling. Thanks, Mandy. Meatballs. Mandy. Thanks, Laura. Thanks, Mandy. Thanks, Mandy.